to me, I think that that would be easier to drop two kits at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Two kits at the same time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Welcome to the uh, Hobbytown Hobbyplex show. This is the uh, official name is the Hobbyplex show uh, brought to you by uh, pivotlending.com. I am Alex Sturgeon here with Will Brinton. Go ahead, Will. Yep, I'm Will Brinton. Yeah, he's Will Will Brinton. Brinton. And uh, once again, we got him on the phone. That seems to be working out well. We're kind of hammering out some uh, some cool stuff, trying to get video up too. And um, we're having fun with it. Uh, here yeah. while we can. How's your Corona virus um, situation going down there in Lincoln? Coronavirus update. Oh, it's going okay. I've just been going to work and coming home. It kind of sucks. Like I haven't seen like any of my friends in a while, but it's okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just wish I could drive. I had an RC car. I could drive outside. I don't think <laughs> I have any. I'd have to go. I'd have to get like my old SC10 or something out and I've, beat it up out in the front yard. I've been meaning to work on stuff. And so I have a collection of cars right now actually in my car that I'm going to take out as soon as I get home because uh, I need to get them out of my car. But it's like I get I get done with work because I've been working too. The Plex has been open. And uh, we've actually been yeah. actually been really busy, so that's good. But at the end of the night, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home tonight and I'm going to work on some stuff and I'll take a car and then I'll just leave it in my car. Yeah. I, I haven't even thought about it. Sounds like me. Sorry, my wife asked me to take the pork cutlets out of the refrigerator. Pork cutlets. So I'm doing that. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, we're all coping in different ways, I guess. I don't know if coping is the right word. I I've last week I was kind of flipping out about stuff and then I've, I've definitely calmed down, but, uh, I haven't, yeah, you were. I haven't like, um, I don't know. I haven't felt any extra pressure on anything. I think, I think it helps that we're, we have customers every day and yeah, you know, we've been doing okay. Yeah. Apparently my work is a, an essential business, so that's always good. Yeah. I uh, found that out today. I was kind of dreading that, like yeah. to find out we'd have to shut down or something, but well, that's well, good. Luckily, Nebraska doesn't have a shutdown order as of the time of this, this recording. Cause remember last yeah. week we're like, yeah, we're still going to club race. And then like, I think it was that night or the next day. Then we got another order saying that you can't have more than 10 people at a time anywhere. So that next right. club racing, just like that. So I don't want to jinx it, but Luckily, you know, we haven't had one of those shutdown orders yet here in the state of Nebraska. Now, there are other tracks that are that are being hammered right now. So Fastlane was forced to close for 30 days. Really? Yep. Yep. And uh, so they were trying to do the same thing we did. So basically what we've done at the Plex is we have uh, taped off almost all of our pit spots. We've left 10 pit spots open. And we're <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, on 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 series days, I'm always like, okay guys, four feet. That's all you get four feet. And then, Mm -hmm. well now our pit spots are eight feet 
one person per eight foot table. And so, and wow. we're doing that so that if a Karen does come in and complains about us and, and, you know, somebody, some authority comes in and looks, well, we've got six feet at least between every person and we're only allowing 10 people maximum in the pit area. So are they paying per hour then or? Nope. It's just, it's that, just our straight $10 working? fee as always. And it's first come okay. first serve. So the only time we've had to turn people away was, I believe it was Friday. We, we had, we had yeah. 10 and I had a father and son come in and we're like, we're really sorry. Um, if you want to wait around for a little while, you know, you, you, we can see if somebody leaves. And then by the, I think it was like six o'clock, we only had two people down there. So yeah, it wasn't that bad, but fast lane was trying to do the same thing we were. And then, you know, they, their County, which is basically Kansas city, Missouri had a, a spike mm-hmm. of Corona cases. And so they, the County told all, all businesses that weren't essential or whatever that they had to shut down. And so I saw that on my Facebook thing. Yeah. That's brutal. Hmm. I hope that in those cases, like they don't have to pay rent, you know, for that month or something. I hope something like that happens because otherwise you're basically screwing over people. Yeah. No, I mean, you think there'd be some kind of like concessions or I don't know, hopefully they get a tax break or something for those lost, lost wages. Yeah. Hopefully we've, there are, our government figure something out. I hope government, but, uh, I don't know. This is another one of those weird shows. Cause normally we, we kind of had a little format going where we talk about hobby news and then we'd move on to race results or upcoming events and new products and stuff like that. And <laughs> that's kind of come to a screeching halt. So we just get to basically bullshit for an hour. Associated just released a new vehicle or two new vehicles. Yeah. We could talk uh, about that. The, um, Axial yeah. uh, just announced a new crawler. I'd love to talk about that. Yeah, they just dropped a, a new Nitro 8 scale and Electric 8 scale uh, just in time for the outdoor Nitro season. And right. it's it's relative, It's relative. A, a, a 0.2 version of the their RC8 V3 series. So it comes with uh, emulsion or bladder shocks. And it has uh, new arms on it that have chassis stiffeners. There's probably a few other things here and there that are a little bit different. But, I mean, it's definitely something that you could update your current vehicle with those parts. Or if you're ready for a new car, you could pick up one of those. You know, I mean, I, I think I think that they kind of, they it's like they time their releases, you know, when at the beginning of the season where you're pretty much ready to either freshen up your car or get a new one. So right. I definitely like that. So, yeah, the RC8 B3.2 and 3.2 E, it's it's interesting that they came out with their electric and nitro version at the exact same time. Because sometimes... Like, oh, really? Yeah, like with Losi, I think the 8X came out as a nitro car first, and then it took another three or four months for them to drop the the electric version. Well... So they they had an entirely new platform with no shared parts, right? So I mean, I guess like yeah, if I, you it, looked at it this way, it shares a few, but I mean, other than that, yeah, it's a brand new car. Yeah, but like this is this shares a lot of parts, but not you know they just updated stuff so that I mean to me, I think that that would be easier to drop two kits at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. 
two kits at the same time, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny That's about what that? About. So last night I was uh, last night I was I was watching YouTube. You know, I got uh, so my family cut cable, and I I still have like Sling TV, but I've been watching a lot more yeah. YouTube now than I have ever. And I, yeah. it just so happened that an office space like documentary thing came up and it was from like 2005 where they had the actors kind of looking back on office space and they were talking about it. And, uh, gosh, I, it's so funny to, to, to relive that movie from behind the scenes. And it's funny that it, it stands the test of time just per, you know, what you just did. Like most of us, most of us out there know what you meant. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people probably didn't get it. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. So uh, we got in um, the an Axial uh, SCX103 kit that was that was built for us, and we're supposed to display it so that people can see it. It's what it's what Horizons kind of been doing. They were kind of taking a cue from Traxxas, although I got to be honest with you, Traxxas hasn't done it in a while. I think the last the last uh, early release thing they sent out to display was the. Uh, six wheeled Mercedes Benz crawler thing that they had. That was a while yeah. ago, but, um, horizon mm-hmm. just did this early release thing. And, and of course, um, they did it while I wasn't there. It showed up on Friday and I didn't have to be there Friday until like two o'clock. So I got on it kind of late, but I did a video on it on YouTube and my video, I've had some hits and misses on most, most of my videos get seen maybe 200, 250 times and it takes a little while, you know, but yeah. like when the, when they sent us in an, the infraction, remember that thing, that big, the big, the big, uh, Hoonigan type truck. Vaguely. Okay. So the Arma infraction we got as an early demo thing too, we're supposed to like show people it off or whatever. And I did an unboxing of it. That video has gotten like 24,000 views. It's my highest viewed video on YouTube. This wow, was you're be- getting into theoretical dollars there. Well, this was where this was before my my channel was even monetized, so I'm, it's kind of sucks. But <laughs> anyways, I did a first look on this one, and so far, uh, in 21 hours, I've had uh, 4,772 views. So it's one of my better videos now. Wow. Yeah, and it keeps That's going. Cool. Yeah, it keeps going up every time I look at it. So I'm pretty happy with that. But it is cool that we got to look at it. We got to see what it uh uh like looks like right so right um it's got portal axles and that's a big deal because that's what the traxxas trx4 has our portals and it gives you you mm-hmm. know just just like a like an extra half inch of um of uh, clearance uh so the axles are all new and it has these really beefy links which is on the old scx10s they were kind of chintzy kind of small and mm-hmm. its layout is completely new. So it has a mock engine that you actually put your motor into. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Isn't that neat? Let's scale, let's scale AF. Yeah. And uh, it's got a transfer case. So it's so, mm-hmm. uh, and then the body is the, the body you get, the Jeep body is very, very scale. And so there's a part of crawling where you get points for how many scale items you have on your truck and you can max out on points. So if I go to one of these competitions with the truck that I have, my, my element RC Enduro, I've been really working to get all my scale points up because I'll max out at 30 scale points. Well, this truck, the way it sits, I mean, you'd almost max it out 
just as is without an, even an extra, you know, tools or, or, uh, you know, sleeping bags or anything like that on it. So it's, it's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And it's going to be 369 as a kit, which is right on par with everything else. Uh, I'm sure they're going to have it ready to run. I don't doubt it. I bet if they do it like the Capra, it's another crawler they just came out with um, back in December. They had a kit first and then they had the RTR a little bit later. So I'm sure they're going to do that with this one too. I think that's about it for new products. I, uh, yeah, I can't even think of anything else. That was kind of the big hit though. And I was happy to see it on Friday because of all this stuff going on. We're all on edge about, are we going to be busy this day? You know, are we going to have customers? Are we going to be able to, you know, pay our bills and that sort of thing. And seeing that come in almost, it almost felt like a back to normal kind of thing. It, it helped you know, kind of go, Oh wow, we're still getting new stuff. So what's, uh, what's your prediction? How long all this is going to last? I think we still have a couple more weeks at least. I we're it, at yeah. the time of this recording, we're a weekend since, since the 10 people order went down, you know, last mm-hmm. week. So, so we're a weekend. If, if you go by the president's 15 day thing, so we have, you know, eight more days to go before that gets reevaluated. I think we at least have a couple more weeks of unsuredness. Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> yeah, it is now. I just, it, a lot of people don't know what's going on. And so you have to, you're, you're just basing your decisions on any available information or even guesses. I went grocery shopping last night. Yeah. I was worried about food. And I, this is weird because the supply chains aren't being messed up. But, but my thought on it was if we did go into some sort of lockdown statewide instead of just a 10 person mm-hmm. minimum. If, if we were given stay at home orders, like at the time yesterday, I was like, man, there's nothing in here. I really want to eat, you know? So I went, I went to the grocery yeah. store and I tried to get stuff to last at least a week extra on top of what we already had. And going to the grocery store felt a little weird. There was definitely like the Walmart near our house. There's a bunch of stuff just, plain out. They had nothing, no eggs, no meat. Yeah. Uh, they definitely had no paper towels, no toilet paper, which is insane. Um, but, uh, they had milk, so that was good, you know, but, um, you know, my wife specifically asked for eggs, but they didn't have any. So I had to to go to a different grocery store and I went to Hy-Vee and they had everything. They had hamburger, they had eggs. Uh, they didn't have any toilet paper. They were out of that as well, but uh, everything else they had. So that that's that's actually a real thing. I hadn't been in the grocery store in two weeks. It's not that I didn't believe it because, I mean, I saw it firsthand, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, wow, they really are out of meat. The funny yeah. thing is you can tell that we're not in any sort of famine danger yet because people can still be picky about what they get. So for instance, I saw a picture of pineapple pizza that had been left. Like nobody grabbed it. Okay. So I was in the pizza aisle. Hy-Vee was actually out of pizza and I'm standing there and they had like some sort of thick crust cauliflower or something, something, something that was full. And that was the only pizza in the entire frozen pizza aisle that was there. Everything else was empty. (laughs) (laughs) All the beef, all the sausage, all the pepperoni, Cheese, everything from every brand was gone except for this specific type of pizza. 
so piece people, of garbage. Yeah, so people can still be picky. That's the thing. People can still be picky right now. We're not we're not in a situation where you're just going to have to hold your nose and eat it. Otherwise, you die. It's not like that at all. That would be freaky yeah. if it was like that. Yeah, we've been making stuff that's like out of non-perishables that we could, like anything with like pasta in it. But we try to make something that we could eat for a couple of days. I'm know? making uh, um, potato soup tonight when I get home. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. Or like crock pot stuff, you know, you can get like three or four meals out of it. And uh, I don't know, that's kind of like our what we do all the time anyway. Yeah, Gretchen's a, but, a, crock, uh, pot, uh, a crock pot person. She, she likes to put stuff in the crock pot. Yeah, my wife is too. Hey, what do you think about this um, this cool thing that this fundraiser that they were doing? The uh, this shirt supports my racetrack thing. Have you seen? Did you oh, see that? I think that's a, yeah. No, I feel bad because I'm I haven't bought one yet. I know I I'm, meant to, yeah. but I just haven't done it. And I think it's a great idea. There's probably some tracks that are kind of depending on that to offset the cost of what they're not selling. You know, some some tracks all they sell is the track, right? That's their only thing they sell. That's right. Is use of the track. They're missing out on on sales for club racing and practice. So, so I bet there I bet there's some some tracks that actually need that. So right now I'm I'm on the website. If you click on what is the thing that you need to click on? This www.thisshirtsupportsmytrack.com. And it's, mm-hmm. I believe it's, it's Brandon Rohde and Live RC that started this. And their goal is to get $50,000 raised. Um, they have a, a whole bunch of companies that are matching funds and all that. And you basically, I believe it's $25 you pay and then your thing gets matched. And you can, te- you can direct, you can direct which track you want your support to go to, right? So hmm. they so far they've raised fifty eight thousand three hundred twenty six dollars. Wow, that's eight thousand more than yesterday. Yeah, I think they're at 50, 50 or fifty one yesterday. Yep, and, and they so, thought their goal was fifty. Yeah, exactly. So they got their goal a while ago, and um, you know the Hobbyplex probably is at the moment is pretty lucky, even though we've we're, even though we're not racing at all until this, until we're allowed to have more than 10 or 50, you know, whatever that number is, the store has been doing okay. Our doors have been open. We've been yeah. getting regular customers and uh, we're, we're not doing too bad. So a place like us, even though racing is a huge part of our business at the moment, it's not really like destroying our, our business, but some of these other places for sure, if that's all they do and they, they have to close for 30 days, especially if they still have to pay rent. I mean, that could yeah. be, I mean, so, there, there might be a massive amount of tracks that aren't around after this is over. So this was really mm-hmm. cool to see and to see us so quickly as a, as a, as hobbyist and as, as supporters of where we like to go, make the goal happen. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. That um, being said. Does it show which track is getting, getting no, the most money? No, I, if it did. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool to yeah, see which track has the most kind of people donating to it. That being said, I, you know, don't be afraid to get on there and put, put the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, you know, as, as your shirt, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll, we'll definitely use it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be going to waste. Well, yeah, I mean, we're still, yeah, I mean, the Plex is still missing out on weekly sales from selling the track, so. Yep. Yeah, that's totally true. 
So I really wanted to get that in there. That's, that's actually a pretty big part of hobby news. I think is just, is even though there's not a lot going on at the moment and, and all that, this, this did come up and they did reach their goal and that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I would say so. It shows that people still care. I mean, you do, you do kind of, as somebody who puts so much time and effort into the, you know, our dirt track, you know, whenever I see somebody show up with a car brand new and I know they didn't buy it from us, it, it, it does kind of, you kind of look at that and go, you know, what am I doing this for? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I know. I I remember a long time ago I had a a B4 and I had it like down in the pits. I was getting ready to go out. It was in the track was still outside and you were like, where'd you get that thing? I said, well, I'd still work at the Lincoln store. So I ordered it and you're like, Oh, okay. Cause I know you didn't buy it from us. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to be more vocal about that. And, and, <laughs> and like, don't hurt me <laughs> in a way. I understand how that can come off as kind of, as kind of rude, I guess, you know? So no, I, don't, I thought it was funny. I don't make a big, I mean, I, when I see it, I don't confront the person or make a big deal out of it. Cause I am at least happy that they're coming to the track to race, but right. I think we're actually pretty lucky though at the Plex because most of our racers nowadays, they, they do buy their, their cars from us unless they're sponsored. I mean, yeah, if, I, th- I mean, you're sponsored by team associated. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect you to, to buy a brand new B6 two from us. Right. No, I, 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 well, I get that, but I think a lot of it is, is like we're getting new, new people that come in off, not off the street, but like they come, come in and it's like, this is what you need and here's your stuff and they buy it, you know? Yeah. Like it's more of just like a getting, getting them on the front lines, you know? Yeah. There's there's, being price competitive with online. I mean, I think we are. Oh, we totally are. Yeah. We're the same price as online. Yeah. That, that has. Yeah. So it's like what. That is a lot yeah, to do with it. I think also the fact that, that Amazon and eBay and, you know, places now they do have to collect tax. I think that mm-hmm. also is a big part of it. I think before it was, it was, yeah. we could be the same prices online, but we would always, always hear. Yeah. But the taxes, you know, well, yeah, now like it's, I've looked at Amazon at RC stuff and they don't have everything. Like, no, it's just like here and there stuff. Yeah. Anyways, my, I guess my point is, is that, is that seeing this and seeing uh, like I'm, I am going through and I'm seeing the hobbyplex come up a couple times, which is good. You know, I, it's, it's, it's nice that people see something like that and they're still willing to, to give even though they don't have to. Yeah. I bet you with, when this break is over, I bet you we have a, a whole bunch of really good club racing nights because there's going to be a lot yeah. of pent up worry and, and people are like, all right, let's get going. You know, this break is, mm-hmm. this break is yeah. dumb. Yeah. I've just been secluded in the garage working on my scooter <laughs> or in the basement working on my basement. My cars are sitting here all ready to go. I still got to work on, I've, I got it sitting here still, the sprint car, but any idea when, when do you think we'll have these dates rescheduled or do you think we'll reschedule we, them or? We haven't even talked about it. To be, to be totally honest, yeah. we, it's, it's been the furthest thing from our mind right now because, um, the schedule's kind of been reworked. Like I work all day tomorrow and normally don't work on Tuesdays, Yeah, but we're just trying to find, um, trying to make sure that we keep our guys scheduled, employed, coming in 
and that we uh, have customers. I've been working Facebook a lot with our uh, Hobbyplex uh, Facebook page. I mm-hmm. did a, I did a boosted post last week, and so I had to pay. You know, I paid for the post to get more views, and it, it got like mm-hmm. fifty something thousand views. Nice. And it was and it was centered cool. right over Omaha, and I was really happy because a lot of people were coming in, new customers. Because this is always the thing with us. Whenever we did a promotion before, you know, with coupons or whatever, unfortunately, most of those coupons would end up in the hands of current customers. We wouldn't, we wouldn't see new customers come in with their coupons. They, they, they'd be regular customers that we always see anyways. Luckily, Facebook has been one of the better advertising mediums for us ever. And last Mm -hmm. year I really hit it hard. We did a boosted post a month. And I kind of haven't done a boosted post for a couple months, uh, mainly because I didn't feel like we had to. We were we're actually doing pretty good. Well, I just wanted to get it out there. Hey, we're not closed. We're open. Come in. You know, come. In. We got puzzles. Right. We've got science kits for your kids. We've got science. Um, you know, STEM kits. Um, what is that? Science, technology, engineering, and math is what that stands for. And, uh, we've got art kits, you know, we've got kites. We had a whole bunch of people come in for kites. Of course it is March. So you're kind of supposed to, but you know, I just, I, it's not just the RC side of things. It's stuff that people could do at home. We had games, we had board games, not yeah. like, you know, dungeons and dragons, but we've got candy. Uh, what is that? Candyland, you know? Yeah. Mousetrap. Yeah. Mousetrap. Uh, Yahtzee. We've got a couple other, yeah, break your, you know, role-playing games, but a lot of customers came in and, and they were brand new and they all said, Hey, we saw this on Facebook. We're so happy you're open. Yeah. So, you and know, a lot of, I, I think that a lot of, uh, like at target or something, you would think that those sections would be kind of picked over, but mm, yeah. who knows. And, uh, I did see an uptick in model sales this week, models, Gundam, uh, gunplay, mm-hmm. you know, those, uh, uh, those have been really popular anyways, but like, man, people were buying like, like 10 model kits at a time, which never happens. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. cool. You talked about, you know, the postponement of some of our events. So as far as we know right now, we don't have anything. We, we don't know. We're thinking for the TCS yeah. race, the end of May, if possible. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I've heard yeah. from Tim. Okay. Cause that's, that's like one, one thing, like a lot of people are like, I, I get people that ask me and like, I I don't think I've said this to anybody, but it's like, I think it like, dude, how, how are you going to have, like, we, we have what, like four races that have been, been postponed now. Yeah. Three. Uh, like officially three. Yeah. It's like, well, if you count like our car, are you counting like the <sighs> yeah. last round? Of the so the syndicate's series? done. We, there's no way we would be able to. to yeah. So that my thought is, it's like you know people are going to be bummed out, but it's like how do you even have these races if there is like there just isn't enough time, enough weekends in the year to get them all in? It's yeah. like you'd have them like back to back, and then nobody'd show up. So it's what's the point? Yeah. So I think but, I think the I mean, J Concepts race have to be kind of realistic about it, right? The J Concepts oval race, I think we're planning on moving to the fall at the beginning of the season. Is is what's yeah. hope, is what we're hoping for. That's what makes the most mm-hmm. sense. You can't have it in the middle of summer because everybody's cars will be set up for for outdoor loose dirt, and we're running the same problem we ran mm-hmm. into having it in May. 
and the, the turnout would, right. would suffer and, and it wouldn't be that much fun. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be correlated with our indoor season. That was the whole reason why we moved it to April to begin with. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So we're thinking sometime in the fall to correspond with, with our indoor season, either starting, you know, like it'd be the first race of the, of the indoor, you know, air quotes season or whatever. And then the TCS race, I think we're looking at the end of May. If it's, if it's possible, if none of this stuff is, if, if all this stuff is over with, that's, that's what we're thinking. Right. Because they did like Tamaya still has a schedule. Like they still have, I think they run 14 regional races until the finals. And I think we were right. only their second or third race of the year. So they still have all these other races mm-hmm. they got to go to as well. But like, you know, you have to be understanding like yeah. it, your, your race might get canceled. Any idea if the spring champs race is going to be postponed yet? Yeah. So that's the hard one. And I wanted to bring that up because April 24th through the 26th, the order for the Nebraska at least goes through April 30th. Mm-hmm. So that puts us in that area. I think we'll definitely make a decision. I, uh, we have our weekly, our monthly managers meeting, I believe it's next Monday. And so mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely talk about it then. And I think on the next podcast, then I'll, you know, we'll, we'll make an announcement one way or the other. Uh, we're kind of, we're kind of in a holding pattern right now because you don't know what if this thing gets better. And a lot of this stuff gets yeah, lifted. Yeah, I know, right? If it if if it gets better and a lot of this stuff gets lifted, then then I'm I'm totally. I think we should totally go for it because that's our race. That's oh, when it too. is. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it doesn't, yep. then I still want to work on the track. So if we do have to postpone it, yeah, I'm still going to take the time that week to do all the stuff I needed to do on the track. I want to rebuild the back wall and make it look nice again, get it all painted, get all the bad wood out of there, get it rebuilt. I want to obviously put in a new track layout. So we're ready to go for the summer series that starts May 16th. I can't imagine. Well, I can, but I mean, May 16th, hopefully we can have some sort of normalcy. Is that a word? Sure. Okay. (laughs) It is now. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see that, uh, it's like you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't, unfortunately. But ultimately, the best decision to make is is the safest one, you know? Yeah. Uh, you hate to be a hypochondriac or over, you know. Well, and plus uh, we can't. You know, nothing, but. Well, and we can't violate a government order either. I mean, if, if right. the 10-person no, yeah. no, thing is through April 30th, if they hold that thing up all the way through April 30th, then we got no choice anyways. No, and that, you know, I was listening to another podcast, and uh, I can't remember what track it was the guy runs, uh, but he was saying like, you know, the if to have to still have a race and not know if it's going to be safe or not, that's like one of the most selfish things you can do. Yeah, you know, but that's kind of why we <laughs> like Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? You know, I we were told, hey, we're definitely not doing any more racing. Cause we were going to give it a go, but nope. that 10 person order, we can't violate it. Cause oof, sure. you know, and plus there's also liability. What if somebody, what if everybody there gets sick? Yeah, exactly. You know, hobby town, our, our store could be liable at that point too. So yeah. So the J concepts race, TCS race, we'll figure out where to put them. Hopefully within a couple of weeks, we'll know more. And then the, 
Hobbyplex race. We'll, uh, we'll get that one figured out. If we do have it, I hope we get to have it because I really wanted to do the mini T as many as we can have on the track race every night that we were going to do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so Friday night, Saturday, cool. Sunday, we were going to have a race where it's just one lap and, and it's as many mini tees as we can get. So if like 30 people have mini tees and they all put them out on the same at the same time, that would be the race. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. There's definitely room for it the, for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Up there. I, I look at those cars and it's like, Holy cow. That's, that's what I used to race. I, that's what I used to really get into. That was my Woodstock. Like they're just so small. Yeah. You know, like I just can't believe how small an 18 scale car is on I one of these tracks. Now got to drive one finally on the mini T track that we made. Yeah. And it's, it's so cute. It's also yeah. small. Like uh, the, the track, mm-hmm. the track is pretty small for it. I was surprised. I, I couldn't remember the size of a mini T. And so I just, we just sort of winged it and made the lanes and the jumps a certain way. And the jumps yeah. are actually perfect for it, but the lanes are really skinny. So it's kind of hard to keep it in the lane. So, well, that, maybe if I remember time. right, that was always a thing with that truck. Yeah. You, you pretty much had to go, like, if you were going to race it, you had to go with a brushless system of some kind and then put like a separate servo and a separate uh, speed controller in it and receiver. So you could lock out the servo saver and run a good metal gear servo. So you had that more direct steering feel. Cause like, I, I still think my 18 scale cars, they drove like a 10 scale car just because putting a good digital servo in them made a huge difference. Yeah. I remember my 18 T being pretty off the chain. Once I put a HS 65 in it. Yeah. That was a good servo. Yeah. I, I had, I dremeled mine. And yeah. I had a 12 scale servo in mine. It oh. was out of my X-ray M18. I had to do a pretty and, significant amount of work to get the HS65 just to work in it because you couldn't. There was no. Though the problem still exists. Every little mini servo has a different servo horn size. Yeah, maybe it was my uh, associated M18T that I had. A, I had a 12 scale servo in it. Mm. I think I, that must have been that car. That thing looked like Swiss cheese by the time I was done with it. I had so many holes cut in it and slots and different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I I got that. I was, uh, when I was sponsored by Associated from uh, 2004 to 2006, that was one of the things I used my quarter on was a team kit. Yeah. Factory, factory team, RC18. I, I thought I was the bee's knees with that. Yeah. That was the, one of the first Associated kits that I built. Yeah. And then I had... Um, uh, Justin was making these, he was making two things. He was yeah, making 12 millimeter hex adapters so you could use touring car mm-hmm. wheels. And then he had a steering bell crank that yeah. was made out of Delrin had, or something. I still have that part. Shut up. Really? It was impulse RC. Yeah I, yeah. I didn't have his hexes. I had the Trinity ones. Yep. They had, yeah. They Trinity had that, made them. that, they had that uh, their own 18 scale car for like a month or whatever. They just buy oh, something and come in a container. Yeah, that, once they wasn't it called them, a just spider be gone. or something like itsy that? Itsy bitsy spider. Itsy bitsy spider. Itsy bitsy spider. Dude, that thing was a pile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never had one. Oh, I had the hexes off of it, dude. I it hated like, that car it, in the store. Every single one of those yeah. that we sold came back with some sort of issue. Yeah. It was terrible. 
Yeah, Trinity would didn't they do that a lot? They just have like a car and they'd get a container of them from China and they would sell through the container and that was it. Like they're just gone. Yeah, I think or I think so. Ofna did that too. Off there's a whole bunch of companies that would do that. But I don't expect Trinity to sponsor this program anytime soon, but um, no. <laughs> their motors no, are good, no. but boy, that itsy bitty spider was terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fine with not being sponsored by Trinity on this. Sorry, Trinity. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Do you want to try to do a uh, some questions? Sure. Why not? I got a. Did we get any? Well, I think we already covered one of them. So. Let's see, because I can go back. We can try to do other ones that we didn't talk about. Did you know that we covered the same question two weeks in a row a couple weeks ago? What was it? It was uh, Rod Case's question. We we answered it one week, and then I brought it up the next week. We answered it again. Oh, yeah, because when you're here, you're family. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Anderson, <laughs> on, the, on the latest one, if the Spring Champs race gets canceled from this virus, would it be postponed or just canceled? The answer to that with directive from our owner is right now it'd be postponed. We would yeah. try to find a spot to have it or to have at least uh, a rain date. A, a rain, rain date. date. Virus there you date. go. Yeah. Virus yeah. date. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, we just call it the fall champs. <laughs> Something. I don't know. Oh yeah, man. Fall around here is now in fall. so bad though. Fall is such a terrible yeah. time to hold a big off-road race. If you don't have an already established race, cause there's so many of them. You got the, yeah. the Hutch well, race, the J concepts race at, at fast lane. So now what, what you're going to have is now that you, now that we've been not racing these races for about a month and a half or whatever, how long has it been? Time just seems to run together now for however long this thing lasts a month that we haven't been having these races that were planned. Everything's postponed. So now all the dates towards the end of the year where these are races are going to get postponed to probably, Mm. are going to get like so filled up. You're going to have races every weekend and on top of other ones. Yeah. I mean, that's true. It's, it, it's, it's going to be hard for every track to try to try to mm-hmm. regain and recoup any momentum they might've had. Cause we were having a really good club racing series on both yeah, Friday and, on Fridays and Saturdays. Both we were having a, we were real, mm-hmm. we were making a comeback. I mean, it yep. felt like the old I was days. planning on coming up for some Fridays or something. Yeah. It, it felt like the old days, though. It really did. So hopefully we get that back. Because if we don't, then I'd, it's like starting over again. I th- I think that we're going to have a pretty big resurgence here because everybody's just going to have cabin fever and ready to, well, <laughs> literally cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to get out and start racing again. Like, it, I'd, it's like, okay, my scooter is like ripping and it's like fast now. Where can I ride it to? <laughs> you know, like the me and my neighbor, we go down to like a bar or something every once in a while. Well, you know, it's like a like a scooter meet. Like there'll be five or six guys with scooters, dude. All if tripped if, out or if something. we get enough, if we get enough government money, I I might I might yeah. take you up on a scooter. You should get a scooter. I, uh, seriously, you need one bad. I I've always wanted a scooter just to go back and forth to work from in the summertime. So I don't have to put mileage on my truck and waste all the gas. Yeah. Get like an 80 or a, um, you should get a Vespa. I want a Vespa bad, uh, like a two fifty Vespa. Those, those little Italian scooters, like, grazie. They're, grazie. They're so they're, 
they're they're like you're you're on it like holding a baguette and going like a like really fast <laughs> nice like, <laughs> they're, uh, like i i want one of those hang on but my rocket my ruckus is yeah pretty i bad. went and saw a ruckus at dylan brothers and i was like oh dude i can see why these i can see why will likes these yeah so you know you know what i'm talking about you know what they yeah. look like you know hang, hang on a second hang but, on Hey, pass me a kickstart. Oh. <sighs> okay, I, go I'm going to drink my, my, my homemade LaCroix. It's just lemon juice and water because I want to go out, go to the store. <laughs> so it's like the Middle Ages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you need a scooter bad. Yeah, I know. Um, no, the Ruckus is cool because you can do so much to them. They're really modular. Yeah. So there's people, they stretch them. And I like the look of the lowered seat and the cool handlebars, like the BMX style handlebars. But I think I'm just going to make a handlebar mount because they're expensive. They're like 300 bucks for a sweet one. And I'm just going to make one and probably make my own bars because I, I can do that. And I wish I, could I, I think I can. I don't know. I don't know how to do it's that. It's like you talk to these you talk to these guys on the forums and stuff. Yeah. And like, okay, so what does it take to punch this thing out to like an 80 or to a 58 CC, like a legit 58? Like, well, you got to send it to a machine shop and then you have to buy this piston for me. And it's like, well, what are the specs? Cause I can cut it. And it's like, after that, they quit talking to you. Hmm. It's like, just, just cause it's so, and there's this guy I've been talking to about tuning and he was like, man, you're getting like way ahead and figuring stuff out. Like, I don't even know if I can, if I'm like even helping you. It's like, and there's guys they don't, they don't want to help or whatever. Like, do you guys think RC forums are bad? Go on a scooter forum or a scooter <laughs> Facebook page. You get eaten alive. You ask like one question about Dude, transmission when, tuning and when was you're the, an idiot. <laughs> when, when was the last time you were on RC Tech? Legitimately. Probably 2012, I, 2011. I, I, every once in a while when I'm really, if I'm really, really bored, I will go on there and just search Omaha or Nebraska in the search just to see if there's anything coming up, you know, but good, yeah. good Lord. I, it still shows that, the, that it's being used often, but I can't stand it. Yeah. Can I Are you still an that? admin? I am. I'm still the admin for Nebraska, <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can go in uh, there. I can find all the old controversies and all the old posts and everything. Yeah. How much do you weigh? Well, right now I weigh yeah. 237. Nice. I, I don't know. I mean, you could get a ruckus, but I think that you would think it's price slow for your, especially at those hills. Yeah. That you'd have on your commute. Because, I mean, they're really only designed to go, like, stock, they only go about 37 miles an hour. Mm. Like, mine will do about 50, 55. But it's like, you, you should just get, like, a, a Yamaha Zuma or something. Right. Like, it's a 125 and just be done with it. Yeah. That way you don't have to wrench on it and do crazy stuff. I kind of, I wanted this because I can do, like, mad scientist Play stuff with, with it. it, with the engine. Not to interrupt you too much, but we do have to do something. Uh, we have to take a moment and listen to uh, David Olson and Don Zoller from PivotLending.com. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! 
This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. So typically in our world, we will watch the 10-year treasury bonds and look for their direction as far as what interest rates are doing is moving up or moving down. People that are pulling out of the stock market are typically going for a safe haven like a treasury bond. And the reason the mortgage industry looks for the treasury bond, the 10-year treasury bond is years and years ago, from a servicing standpoint, a 30-year loan typically paid off in 10 years. So now it's accelerated three to four years, but we still kind of lean on that 10-year treasury to see what direction rates are going to go. Within the last three weeks, there's been like a divergence between the mortgage-backed securities and the 10-year treasury. So they're kind of moving in opposite directions, which is really unusual and technically confusing a little bit. And it has a lot to do with, or has everything to do with the supply that's going on within the last three weeks with uh, people pulling out of the market. There's a lot of cash on the sidelines and the buyers of mortgage-backed securities are kind of as supply and demand. And there's so much supply that's out there. They're not willing to pay a premium for any of the the mortgage-backed securities that are sitting out there. And so rates actually moved up to, what was it, Don, 5% a week ago? It was five and an eighth. Five and an eighth. So we, we went from the beginning of March at 3%, to the middle of March at five and an eighth, 5.125, which is crazy. And especially in the market that we're in right now. So the Fed jumped in and said, hey, we're going to correct this and we're going to force the mortgage-backed security investors into paying a more reasonable price for the mortgage-backed securities. And they committed to purchasing $200 $200 billion worth of mortgage-backed securities. So that was uh, that's that purchasing started happening last week. The first round was $7 billion, and then it went up to $35 billion by Thursday. And I think we we're sitting at like $50 billion by the end of Friday. And then I think they purchased $70 billion today. So at any rate, that's forcing rates. So is that is that the same sort of thing they did in 2008? Yes. Okay. Very, very similar to that. Yeah. Quantitative easing. Right. Yeah. So right now rates have dropped back down this week to like 3.125. Um, and so we've, we've now swung 2% down in two days. So for those that are out there right now, uh, it's a good time to jump back in. If you're refinancing, it's hard to say, you know, what, <clears throat> 200 billion will go pretty quick. Yeah. So I would think probably within four to six weeks, you know, you're probably going to see most of that spent already. So for everybody who thought the, the bottom wasn't there yet at three and an eighth, even if it gets down to 2.75, I would be jumping on three and an eighth today because mm. you can see it swing back up and we're kind of in strange times right now. It's swinging on a daily basis. It's not like weekly or monthly. It's it's literally hourly and daily right now. Yeah, it's crazy. As an incentive for the racing community, hobbyist community out there, actually, everybody, we will um, offer a lender incentive for anybody that'd like to work with Dawn. It will take the rate down by an eighth of a percent, so 0.125, or we will offer a $500 lender credit towards your closing costs. If you mention the... Um, Hobbyplex show. When you call in, 
and we will uh, we'll hook you guys up. And what's your phone number again? My direct line is 402-715-9082. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. I think I'm down to about 215 now. Shut up. I'm getting my weight down. Okay, so I've lost... Like I've actually... I've lost 10 pounds of anxiety weight. Yeah. I didn't eat I for like three days. Anxiety. Dude, I didn't eat for three days. Hmm. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I didn't eat a thing. And uh, yeah. I tried to eat and I felt sick to my stomach. I couldn't eat. But I've, I've eaten yeah. normally since then. It hasn't been too bad. Oh, I'm losing weight to make my scooter faster. Like That's my motivation. <laughs> nice. anyway, Same ahead. here. I'm, I'm trying to lose weight to make my mountain bike faster. Yeah. Yeah. But you should get get a scooter though, like when you get that government money. I will. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see into it. All right, man. So here mm-hmm. we go. We got ten minutes worth of talking because this is a loaded question. This is from a couple weeks ago. We've I don't think we've ever gotten to it. Um. So, uh, Bob Hamilton posted, "Where do you see the future of RC going?" Probably around a track. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, wh- what does he mean? Like, like, I don't know. It's an open question. Get, that's, that's why I think it'll take mm, a good 10 minutes. Okay. So the thing is, is like, there's so many different ways to do RC now. Yeah. So you can do RC in your backyard now. I mean, originally like, you know, you'd buy an RC 10 or a Cloudbuster or something and you'd bash that in your backyard or something, your RC tenant break, your Cloudbuster break, you'd still have to go to the hobby shop and buy parts. But like now you buy a, a purpose built, purpose designed beat em up truck and just go knock the the junk out of that thing for till your heart's content and yeah. you know it never sees a track. So I guess the future of racing or the future of RC and racing, I have no idea. I mean the tire prep is getting uh, relatively insane for dirt racing compared to what it used to be. And carpet is easier than ever, I think. Do you um, feel but, that there will be a revolt, though, against that? And tracks might, we might start seeing tracks go back to an outdoor type setting to get away from the tire stuff. Well, I hope. I mean, I love outdoor racing. I was yeah, always a better outdoor driver than indoor. Always, yeah, always outdoor. better at outdoor. And I still love racing outdoor. So, like, eight, I would race if the Lincoln Track raced because they were going to race Thursday nights a few years ago. And I was like, sweet, I'll race e buggy. And then, like, I went out there a couple of times. We had like twelve e buggies. We we're out there racing. Um, I feel like if they, if they made, they decided to go to Sundays. Yeah, I feel like if they made. If the Lincoln track made their track smaller mm-hmm. and more manageable, I, I that's what I, when I ran it, that's what I did. I, I mean, th- I think they have a shot all the way around. Yeah. I think they would have mm-hmm. a shot at, at, at getting a resurgence and then they'd have to kind of shape the dirt so that if it rains, it doesn't swamp the track. There's a way to do it, yeah. but you would have to make the track smaller so you could utilize more of the dirt so you could raise up the track. Yep. I had the track domed when I ran it. So yeah. all the water run off of it. But, but anyway, I don't know. I mean, uh, out, outdoor racing. The the thing is, is the cars that we have now are so tire and traction dependent, they don't work. Yeah. Unless they have, have grip. 
So it's like, I don't think you'll ever see a production rear motor buggy ever again. Mm, no, but Not, I think, uh, I think they're learning a lot about, about traction and mid motor though. Well, I, I say that, but I forgot about the people in Australia. Like they all say races, uh, race on is loose dirt. Really? Uh, Christopher Sturdy told me they only had one indoor dirt track right. in Australia. And the rest of them are outdoor, loose, loamy dirt, double D tracks. I I, um, I think I think racing is safe. I I saw some some douche knuckle uh, make a post about not wanting like something about VRC and not wanting to uh, to create a competing program with VRC because it's a declining market. Blah blah blah. I don't think that's true at all. I I I just don't. I think. I think just locally, just seeing how we've had a resurgence of, of, of people coming to the track all the time, having fun. I, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like people have a real need, like a want to have something scale, whether it be a crawler, monster truck, drag car, yeah, something, something that looks like something real. So I think, yeah. I think I see RC personally, I, I think I see RC pushing the boundaries of speed. We've already seen that really grab hold this last year with the arm and fraction and limitless coming onto the market. People are, can pretty easily break a hundred miles per hour, mm-hmm. you know, but then also there's a real thirst for, for something that looks like their truck or their car. And that's where you see like the SCX 10 three that just came out. I mean, if you, ha- if you put that, actually there's a really good example of this. Did you see that, that, uh, it was like almost like a, a video meme floating around Facebook and it was of a, it was of an RC car that was going through some tire tracks and the body came completely off and the truck kept going. Do you remember seeing that? I haven't seen it. Okay. So I had a, I had a couple friends that have nothing to do with radio control cars that shared this video and it was of a, a truck. And I think the I think the scale realism of the truck and the driver that was inside of it really fooled them because they thought it was a real car. Oh, really? They thought it was real. And it was of a, like a Land Rover bouncing through these tracks you could clearly see that they were big tire tracks from a real vehicle, but it was bouncing yeah. through it and the body came completely off, fell off to the right. And then the whole chassis in the car kept going. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And I saw this posted on a couple of different people's, uh, like high school friends and stuff. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know you were in RC cars. And they were like, what? I, I did see that video yeah. and I'm like, and I thought it was a real car. Yeah, It's not. It's, I didn't realize it was RC. It's a crawler. <laughs> it's a, it was a crawler. Oh, Going through huh. a big, a big giant tire track from like a dump truck or something like that. Huh. I didn't yeah. know that. I, I just like scrolled through it. Yeah. Like you thought it was some, some dude's piece of crap <laughs> truck or whatever. But anyways, yeah. I guess my point is that you could take that Jeep that just came out from Axial, get it all painted up, paint the dude inside of it. If you fix that in the right spot in a parking lot or something like that, so that there was nothing obvious and take a picture of it, nobody would know the difference. My great grandfather and my grandfather raced tether cars, right? And they mm. looked like midget midget sprint cars. Yeah. And they they had one that was like extremely scale, like it had the fuel pump on the side of it, and like they had it sitting there with some scale tools and some other stuff. And they took a picture of it, like in the driveway or something like that. I'll have to find the photo of it. I can post it or something. And 
my grandfather used to keep that in his wallet. And he'd show it to somebody like, "Oh, you race, you race that." He said, "How?" Uh, they asked him, "How fast does it go?" "Oh, about 130 miles an hour." He's like, "130? Holy cow! On dirt?" He's like, "No, it goes on a track. Like, you know, one solid. You know, to explain it." And then it, oh, it's a toy. <laughs> you know, it's like a scale. Yeah. Uh, even then, people were into scaling. You know, so and that would have been in the fifties. Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, it's the whole reason why people get into model airplanes too. They. You know, they, they like my, one of my favorite, I watched a documentary on YouTube the other day on the P 38 lightning. And Mm -hmm. uh, I, that's one of my favorite planes of all time. Just personally as an aesthetic, I just think it's a freaking sweet looking plane. Well, flight test has one. So I really want to get it and I want to build it. Any other reason other than I just, I just love the way the P 38s always looked. I guess to get back to uh, Bob's question though, like as far as racing goes, I could I see a lot of lot more uh, club racing being the focus yeah, of more so. people. That's always um, been my and, priority. And the the reason is is uh, I think that we're kind of to a point where a lot of people are traveling right now, and um, we haven't had a, a lot of new people yet, like in our area. And um, like when we start getting more new people. Um, that's when club racing is more important. And I think club racing is more important than the big races. I, I enjoy that a lot more just hanging out with your buddies and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've I enjoy always, club racing a lot. Always put a stress on, on club racing. That's why I don't like, I don't want us to have too many big events in the year. You know, that's why we only have the spring race for a 10 scale. That's our one yeah. big race. That's why we used to only have the Byron's well, race. It, that was our one big night race. Everything else, you know, the summer series, I call them, I think they're medium level events, the summer and winter series. They kind of help bring a level of excitement past the club race. But then those three weeks in between, you know, I always want, that's where I want the new people to come for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, from my side, I see things getting even more into scale realism. So I see, that's why I think you're seeing drag racing being, being, ever growing. I think that's why, um, crawling has, has gotten so popular. That was originally why short course, you know, kind of, kind of started this whole comeback. I don't think we'll ever see mm-hmm. any sort of scale real, realism in off-road again, though. It's just not there. There's no reason for it. Yeah. You know, like if you want to scale, do a scaler, you yeah. know, or do a trail truck or whatever, yeah. you know, it's kind of like that, that, uh, that demographic or that branch of RC has kind of fulfilled that need to where you don't need it in racing. Yeah. Well, that's probably it for this one. There's again, uh, because we're in the middle of the Corona virus crisis where there's not a huge amount of stuff to talk about when it comes to the hobby, but there's still a lot to talk about when it comes to the Plex. I was talking to Andy today. I was like, I was like, man, what are we going to even talk about tonight? And it was like, yeah, there's nothing going on. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure we'll think of something. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like people people that say like uh, you could close close the business and there's still two weeks worth of work to do after you close. Oh, that's totally true with the Hobbyplex. Believe me. Yeah, there's lots we could do. What are you going to do? You're just going to hunker down then for the next week? I don't know. I was going to come up and um, maybe Saturday and buy that uh, mini truggy conversion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Cool. Hopefully on the back meet, uh, Wes Hicks said he's going to hook me up with a B64. He's not doing anything with. Oh, well, there so you I go. got a donor car for nice for cheaps nice. or for free. <laughs> but, uh, 
So yeah, hopefully get that and have something to work on. Nice. But my, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get my dirt car a little more squared away here and then, uh, probably dismantle my carpet car since we're not going to do carpet. Yeah. I thought about turning that into a stock buggy Mm. racing some stock at the summer series, but I don't know. There's another buggy class, but four classes. If we, if I race mini truggy, uh, would be tough. You can always find me on Hobbyplex after hours unless my family decides to sit down and do a uh, Monopoly night again. So I skipped last week because we were playing Monopoly and I didn't want to stop. Should have stopped because I lost a lot, but uh, that'll did be back. Did you get last? I did. I did. I was the first one bankrupt. I, I almost flipped the table. So, yeah. uh, but Thursdays at 9 p.m., I'll be ready to go this week. I'll probably be working on um, actually my carpet car turning into a dirt car, maybe. I think I'm just going to keep my low C car. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I thought you had a 6.2. I, I thought I did too, but I, they haven't sent me one. And I, I, at this moment in time with all this stuff going on, I, I feel I don't need to worry about it right now. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Run, run, run your low C car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We better bail. Yeah. Why not? All right. Thanks. Will. Yep. See you, dude. All right. See you hopefully later. get a scooter. That'd be nice. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> All right. All right. Ch- check you guys later. See yeah. you on the flip flop. I think that's what I normally say. Yep. <laughs> I never say that. <laughs>